you imagine how that sounds to the Father when we say to him, all I want is you. We live in a nation that seems to want to turn its back on God, but there's a people who are crying out and saying, all I want I'm not after the blessings, I'm not after the things, I'm after the presence of God. All I want Because when you get God, you get everything else that you need. All I want is you, Lord. You can seek out the things but miss God, but if you seek after God, the things will come. All I want.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I would hold nothing, Lord. I would hold nothing, Lord. I would hold nothing, Lord. This conference is being recorded. Nothing, Lord. I withhold nothing, Lord. I withhold nothing, Lord. Cause I say yes. Say yes. Yes, Lord. Yes. I withhold nothing. I'm withholding nothing, Lord. Hallelujah. God is looking for a people that would withhold absolutely nothing from Him. As we all recall in the book of Genesis, that Abraham was blessed and was able to receive the promise because he withheld absolutely nothing from the Lord, not even the promise that God had given unto him. He withheld nothing. And because he withheld nothing, he was able He was able to obtain the promise, and he received favor and blessings from the Lord, from the Lord, because God knew that he could trust him, that he was a trusted vessel because he withheld nothing before the Lord, before the Lord. Let us be a people whom is withholding absolutely nothing before our Lord. Amen. Holding absolutely nothing. Withholding nothing from our Lord and King. Psalms 84, 1 and 4. Glory to God. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. My soul longs, yes, faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and flesh sing for joy to the living God. Even the sparrow finds a home and the swallow a nest for herself. Where she may lay her young at your altar, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are those who dwell in your house, ever singing your praise. O Father, our soul longs for you. 
It faints for the courts of you, Lord. Our hearts and flesh sing for joy to you, O Lord, because you are the true living God. Father, we just welcome you in on this line, in this place, in the very midst of us, to dine with us, to sup with us, almighty King. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We welcome you in our hearts and in our minds, in our souls, in the very essence of our beings. We welcome you in our home, our ministry, our businesses, our cars, wherever we may be around the world, throughout the nation. Lord, we welcome you. We welcome you. We invite you in to this place. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. What an honor and a privilege it is to dine with you, O King. And we thank you for dwelling in the midst of us, that we, O God, can just sit at your heart this morning. Hallelujah. Dwell in your presence. And we thank you, Lord, for being among us and in the midst of us. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. We thank you, Lord. Mighty people of the Most High God, I just want to welcome each and every last one of you to the Kingdom International Intercession and Word of Empowerment line. My name is Pastor Deron Shazorn with Divine Order Restoration Ministries, where we are restoring the order of God, one life, one body, one nation at a time. And it is such a privilege and an honor to be before you on today. Amen. We thank each and every last one of you for deeming and not robbing to come and give your first fruit of of the day, fellowshipping in the presence of the Lord with us. Amen. All to the glory of God. May God bless each and every last one of you. May the favor of the Lord follow you everywhere your feet is graced. On today, everywhere he graces your feet in the name of Jesus. May his light shine upon you. Thank you, Lord. May his light shine upon you and his grace be among you. And an overpouring of his love in you, through you, and around you on today, in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, may God fill your lack for your dedication. In the name of Jesus, oh God, we bless your name. Oh God, we magnify you. Oh God, we glorify you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let us go into a song of worship. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, because you have been so good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
Lord, you are the song we sing. You are the 
air that we breathe, almighty king of majesty. That's who you are, oh God, oh God, you are our everything. That's why humbly, oh God, we come before the throne of grace to give you honor, to give you praise, to magnify your holy and worthy name, O God, because there is no one like you. You are the king of glory. You are the true living God. Glory be unto you. You are the great I am, Alpha and Omega. O God, O God, O God, you are the creator of our soul, the master of our universe, O God. How we adore you, how we praise you, how we magnify you, oh God, my God, my God, my God, for there is no one like you. That's why thanksgiving on our hearts and praise upon our lips because we serve an omnipotent God. My God, I'm a God that's omnipresent. Glory be unto you, oh God, that I'm innocent. Oh God, oh God, oh God, my God. How phenomenal you are. Yeah, we just glorify you in this place. We say hallelujah unto you, O God, giving you the highest praise. O great and mighty King of majesty. As we come upon and rest in your presence this morning, O God. O God, we ask, O God, that on today, O God, that you will strengthen us in the mighty name of Jesus, that you would touch us from the corner of our heads to the sole of our feet, empower us, engage us, stir up our spirits. In the name of Jesus, O oh God, so that we may recognize truth, walk in truth, and be the truth. Glory be unto you. As the Holy Spirit teach, train us, O oh God, shape us, mold us into the very image and essence of you. Back into our authentic selves, that's which was created before the foundation of the world, O oh God. Give us that and what we need. What well, we've been torn down, build us up, broken, O oh God, mend us back together. What well, we've been blinded, give us sight. What well, we've been deaf, O oh God, give us an ear to hear in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. What well, we've been dumb, O oh God, give us a voice to in the mighty name of Jesus, such as have your way. Take control, almighty God. Where there is pride, oh God, let us be humble. Teach us, train us in the name of Jesus. So that we may always be submitted unto you, O oh God, and unto your holy word. So that we may walk in the fullness of that that you proclaimed for our lives. We thank you, O oh God, for the unconditional love that you shower upon us. In the mighty name of Jesus, O oh God, as we humbly but boldly stand at the throne of grace. We do stand for your children across the nation, across the land of the living. And today, O oh God, we ask, O oh God, that a spirit of understanding would resonate in the atmosphere. So that we may begin, O oh God, to walk in a godly wisdom, a godly knowledge, a godly understanding, O oh God. Being full, confident assurance of who it is that you called us to be, O oh God. Before the foundation of the world in the name of Jesus. Your word declares, O oh God, 
that before you formed us in the womb, you already knew us, and you already had set us apart, oh God, and appointed us. And, oh God, because you have already pre-knew us, oh God, and already, oh God, done the work, my God. Prepared us, shaped us, made us, ordained us, appointed us, anointed us. To do the work of your kingdom. Bring forth insight on today, oh God, in the name of Jesus, for your people across the nation. Give us a greater insight, a greater in-depth, oh God, of the calling that you call forth in our life. The things in which, oh God, that we need to do for the kingdom. Those things, oh God, that's been stored up in us before we was even conceived. God, we thank you, oh God, that there is no room for excuses in our life because you've already made the way for everything. Even as Jeremiah, oh God, proclaimed that he didn't know how to speak and that he was a child, oh God, You told him, oh, God, my God, to not be afraid because you would rescue him. You told him, oh, God, that you will put his words in, your words in his mouth, oh, God. And, my God, we ask in the name of Jesus that every excuse that mankind have in their mind on today, That, oh, God, that you will place in their spirit that which is truth to break down the barriers of excuses in our lives, the barriers that are holding us and hindering us from moving forth in that in which you called forth in our lives. Help us, oh, God, to be fearful no more because you did not create in us a spirit of fear but of love, power, and a sound mind. Help us walk, oh God, as the wonderful and wonderfully children that you've made, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Help us on today, oh God, to find our strength in you. Help us on today, oh God, to believe and trust that you at a greater level like never before. Because even as your word says, do not be afraid of them, for I'm with you and will rescue you. We're thanking you, God, for being a God that will never leave us or forsake us. That a God who is our protector and our present help. Glory be unto you, O God, in the name of Jesus. God, we're thanking you, O God, that even in our pruning season, O God, that we've been pruned and pressed in on all sides, oh God, so that we can walk in our greater in you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. So that, oh God, that we won't, oh God, miss that in which you proclaimed in our lives. We thank you, oh God, for raining down and giving us the strength to endure, to push on, to press through. in spite of all that's against us. In the mighty name of Jesus. 
Show us, oh God. Give us deeper insight, oh God, of the purpose that you call forth in our lives. So we'll no longer, oh God, miss the bar or, or live underneath, beneath, oh God. That in which you call forth for us. So that we can begin to walk in the abundance of life. Where we can be in the midst of war, in the midst of chaos, but have peace. But we can restore with joy, oh God, always pour out of us, oh God, in the midst of it all. Being excited. Because we know that we have victory, that we have a Savior who have already overcome the world. So we have overcome. Giving us, oh God, that what we need, oh God, so that we may walk away from rejection, oh God, knowing that we are accepted as your beloved. That our Savior Jesus paid the paid the price of his very life so that we may be accepted, O oh God, within your kingdom. Being able to have access, full access to your inheritance, O oh God. Train us, equip us. On today, unleash your spirit, O oh God, and a spiritual awakening come forth so that we may be trained efficiently. And that is what you call forth in our lives. Glory be unto you, God. Well, God, your word also declares in Jeremiah. That you are watching to see that your word is fulfilled. And, oh God, we are your spoken words. Those in which you've spoken, oh God, before you even begin to create the foundation of the world. And, oh God, we thank you, oh God, for governing your word for governing our lives. And you have spoken and strategically written it down so that we may prosper, O oh God, in all our ways, so that we may not be harmed, O oh God, so that we may forever have hope, O oh God, and a future. And, O oh God, how we thank you, how we praise you, O oh God, that has already been set in stone for our lives. Help us on today, oh God, to reach that, oh God, that you have written. As you watch over us, oh God, so very carefully, oh God, so that that which you have spoken can be fulfilled in our lives, oh God, we're thanking you. 
for rebuking the devourer on our behalf. Those things, oh God, the danger, oh God, of the unseen. Even that, oh God, that we had to face, but had to have enough faith in you, oh God, to know, oh God, and understand that even though it had been formed, that it would not prosper in our life. And, oh God, how we bless your holy name. For you are a promise keeper. We're thanking you, oh God, at every single God. that you have spoken, oh God, will manifest in our lives as we stand firm on your holy word, as we operate, oh God, in the spirit of faith. Serve our faith, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Teach us and train us, oh God, how to be faithful unto you. Teach us and train us, oh God, the power, dominion, authority that you've given unto us. Teach us, O oh God, how to move mountains out of our way. Teach us, O oh God, the very essence of God, how to speak to that which is not and call forth my God, into manifestation. Call it forth into manifestation. In the mighty name of Jesus, train our speech. Change our words. So that, oh God, when we speak, we speak life. And life manifests. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord will be unto you, God. Train us, O God, efficiently, O God, with our shield of faith. Showing us, O God, how to maneuver it, O God, when things are coming toward us. So that our shield of faith, O God, will be the reflector, O God. That everything that's coming toward us, oh God, that it bounces off of. In return, every attack back to the camp of the enemy in the mighty name of Jesus. Teach us, oh God. Train us on today, oh God, in the helmet of selfish. So that every attack on our mind, oh God, will be in position. As you place within us, O oh God, the mind of Christ in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us, O oh God, to keep our breastplate of righteousness tightly upon us, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. So that our heart won't be penetrated by wickedness. Glory be unto you, O oh God. So that our hearts, O oh God, won't ever be divided again. Being pulled, oh God, in, in different ways, oh God, through the troubles of life. Help us, oh God, to keep it on tight, oh God, so there won't be no penetration of our hearts, keeping our hearts 
undivided, but one focus, O God, which is on you, knowing that, O God, as we seek thee first the kingdom and your righteousness, all things shall be added unto us. As we seek you with a whole heart that we're finding you, O God, that we're finding you without a shadow of a doubt, receiving our full access to the kingdom, being able to hear our ears into your mouth, being able to hear the divine revelations and divine strategies that shall lead us to victory, O God, in every situation and every circumstance. Acknowledging you first, O God, so that you may always direct our path, not trusting or leaning on our own understanding, but trusting in you with our undivided hearts. In the mighty name of Jesus, glory be unto you, God, O majesty. Our blood of truth, O God. Teach us, O God, how to stand firm on truth, how to speak. All callers are muted and they can unmute themselves. Truth, in spite of all deceptions, all lies, in spite of the counterfeit, O God, in the name of Jesus. But being able, O God, to be such, so sharp with the spirit of discernment, O God, that no type of lie, none of the deception will penetrate the essence of our soul. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, train us on today with that which you've equipped us with. If we're here, oh God, prepared, oh God, with the gospel of peace to grow, oh God, shift. Rearrange, transform, realign atmosphere according, O oh God, to what that which you have written. Gracefully, mercifully, O oh God. And to everybody that you place before us, shining forth your glorious light, O oh God, drawing all men to you. As we go forth, O oh God, and speak and declare what does this, O Lord. And, O oh yes, O oh God, the sword of the Spirit, that is what you've given us to attack with. Teach us, O oh God, how to effectively and efficiently use your holy word to combat every scheme of the enemy to cut him down at the very core in the mighty name of Jesus, to devour, to extinguish him with your word. That which you have written, that which is true, that which is powerful, that which he cannot defeat, that which is everlasting, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, let thy words be written on the tablets of our hearts, imprinted on our minds, as you, as you teach us how to efficiently and effectively 
speak the word of truth. In the mighty name of Jesus, with God, we need you in this place. As our faith, O oh God, is dictating our lifestyle. Let all our lifestyles across the nation be dictated, O oh God, by a faith in you, not in man, not in the world, but in a holy and all-powerful God, in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you, O oh God, for redeeming the years of our lives, O oh God, that in which, O oh God, the enemy thought he had stolen. Thank you, O oh God, for giving us back and, and expediting things in our lives. As we move up to the greater calling that you call forth in our life, as you transition us from faith to faith, from glory to glory, I thank you, O oh God, for the same walking in the greater boldness of the kingdom, declaring, decreeing what thus says the Lord. Let every word, being every word that you utter, O oh God, being established. In our lives. Oh, what a glorious time. It shall be, oh God, for your dear people. God, you are absolutely phenomenal. You are absolutely amazing, and there is no one like you. Oh, Lord, how we trust you. Oh, Lord, how we adore you. Glory be unto you, O God, for you are almighty, and there is no one like you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, even as your word declares in Jeremiah 1 and 17. Let it be a resounding noise in the hearts, the minds the ear gates of your children. Get yourself ready. Stand up and say to them whatever I command you. Do not be terrified by them, for I will terror you before them. Today I have made you a fortified city, an iron pillar and a brass wall to stand against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, its officials, its priests, and the people of the land. They will fight against you, but will not overcome you. For I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. We thank you, God. Even as we stand today, stand up and arise today and do what you command that we don't have to be afraid. We thank you, O God, for making us a fortified city. Being able to withstand any attack that comes our way. We thank you, O God, that even as they fight us, that we will not be consumed by them. 
for you shall rescue us as you are with us. Oh, how we praise you, how we magnify you, oh God, that you have already made the way, laid the path out to our victory. And we thank you, oh God, for your children across the nation who would hearken to your voice and arise and have life on today. Who would arise today, oh God, with a greater trust, a greater belief, a deeper faith, a greater commitment unto you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, we thank you for listening here this morning. We thank you, oh great and mighty King, for a heart of concern. We thank you, oh God, for being attentive to our voice. We thank you, oh God, for dispatching your angels on our behalf. We thank you, O great and mighty King of Majesty. Thank you, God. That we can consider all things done as if present sealed by the blood of the Lamb, who is none other than your phenomenal Son, our dynamic Savior, outstanding brother, holy and glorious friend, who is none other than our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. And it is in his most holy and precious name that we have prayed Amen, amen, and amen to God be the glory. Hallelujah, thank you, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God, you are absolutely wonderful. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, because you are worthy to be praised, and there is no one like you. Glory, glory, glory to our holy king, our majesty. Because he is faithful, hallelujah, thank you, Lord. Glory, glory, glory unto your name. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God, that it is already done. We thank you, O God, that it is already established. We thank you, Lord, it is already being established in the heavenly places. So, therefore, it is established in the land of the living, O God. We thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Mighty people of the Most High God. As we transition to the word of empowerment, we just want every heart and mind to stay with the spirit of expectation so that God can deliver unto us on today that in which we need individually and corporately in the name of Jesus, that which make us whole, that which, uh, hallelujah, that which cleanses us, that which purifies us, that which strengthens us, amen, hallelujah, that which builds us up, that which edifies the very essence of our souls, hallelujah, that which gives us the power to withstand the enemy. Me. And we just bless the name of the true living God because he cares that much about us. Amen. We're thanking God in advance for the personal trainer that he has sent us, the Holy Spirit, that he will overshadow us this morning. And hallelujah, teaching and training us in all truths so that the word of God can become live and active in our day-to-day living so that people can see our holy king. Glory be unto God in this place in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We're just blessing God in this place. We're blessing God on this line. Amen. God, I just stirred up my spirit this morning. Amen. And I'm just trying to contain it. 
Glory to God. Sometimes I be like, God, it is so early in the morning, <laughs> hallelujah, to just be fired up. But what no other way, glory to God, to be fired up in the things of the Lord. Glory to God. Uh, my God, my God, I just bless them in this place. Almighty people of God, let every ear hear the spirit of the true living God as he released um, as he released Second Samuel one and two in our ear gates, Hallelujah! Let our our spirits be sharpened in the word of the Lord on today. Let our ears be open so that we can hear what thus says the Lord, so that He can meet us right where we are. Amen. In His very own words. Glory to God. That's what I like about, you know, reading the word, dining with the Lord. He meet us right where we are. We can all hear the same thing. Uh, glory to God. But God will speak to each and every last one of us in different ways. He'll speak to us according to our situations. He'll speak to us according to our callings. Amen. Um, glory to God. Glory to God. He, you know, so he, he speaks to us in different ways. In the same word, glory to God, and and, and that's why you know I, I love the line, and and you know and 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 I and you know I'm still in anticipation. I'm waiting, but that's the time where we just come and we just really dialogue in this word, and we begin to sharpen one another. Amen. As God speaks to you in whatever form that He speaks to you in, Hallelujah. You know I'm gonna declare it in the way that He speaks to me. Amen. Glory to God. Or we just sharpen one another in the in the word of God as we build. Hallelujah! Each other up, and that is what that is what that is, this is all about. It's so many people throughout the world um, that just just don't know the word and don't have a place to be cultivated in the word of the Lord. And 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 this is this is the place. This is the place. This is a place of freedom. This is a place, you know, to be cultivated in, in your gifts and in your talents and that in which God has uh, spoken into, God has spoken into your life. This is a place for the sharpening of your ears, the sharpening of your spirit. Amen. And in, in, in the name of Jesus, you know, glory to God, so that we can be equipped with the Word of God, so that so that we can um move forth in in purpose. Amen. So that we can attain our promise glory to god so that we can be equipped to to withstand the schemes and the plots of the enemy amen to god be the glory you know thank you jesus and i'm just thanking god you know for the vision um that he even gave for the line and that people will be coming from the north the south the east and the west to sit so that we can just train in god's word there's no big eyes on this line amen um in the name of jesus we are all one of the same glory to god um thank you lord and i just and i bless god for that. Amen. I bless God for that, for a place of solitude for his people to come across the world throughout the nation and to sup with him and in glory to God and then share where we can share his word and and um and sharpen one another. Amen. Unto God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Every time you come on the line, just expect God to speak to you. Amen. And to use you. Speak to your situation or speak to your purpose or and to use you to speak into the life lives of another individual. Amen. Um glory to God or to speak on the line or release something of the Lord. Amen. Um that, that he speaks directly to you so that everyone else can be edified throughout the world, throughout throughout the nations. And I just believe, um, glory to God on what God is doing in this line and on this line and for his people, and and I and in in oh my God, oh Lord, Lord, I'm gonna I'm gonna be quiet because I want the word released this morning, Amen. Um, glory to God, and give me um, it'll give me 
time to just, you know, digest the word it and 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 get my my spirit in such incitement um, at this moment in time. And we just bless God for that. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Um, let every ear hear the spirit of the true living God. As Second Samuel one and two is released in our ear gates. Hmm. Glory to God. As Second Samuel one and two is released in our ear gates. Um, let every ear hear what thus says the Lord. Introduction to Second Samuel. The book of 1 Samuel closes with the death of Israel's first king, Saul. The book of 2 Samuel records the reign of Israel's king David. He ruled for 40 years. David, described in the Bible as a man after God's own heart, brought the nation together, made Jerusalem its religious and political capital, then secured the kingdom's territory. God even promised that David's dynasty would endure forever. However, the turning point in David's life occurred when he sinned by committing adultery and murder. God's promise to David and his descendants was not revoked, but he was haunted for the rest of his reign by family and national crisis. As you listen, notice David's godly qualities of faithfulness, patience, courage, generosity, commitment, honesty, and his broken heart. Valuable lessons can be learned from David's sin and from his repentance. Second Samuel, Chapter 1 After the death of Saul, David returned from defeating the Amalekites and stayed in Ziklag two days. On the third day, a man arrived from Saul's camp with his clothes torn and with dust on his head. When he came to David, he fell to the ground to pay him honor. Where have you come from? David asked him. He answered, I have escaped from the Israelite camp. What happened? David asked. Tell me. He said, The men fled from the battle. Many of them fell and died. And Saul and his son Jonathan are dead. Then David said to the young man who brought him the report, How do you know that Saul and his son Jonathan are dead? I happened to be on Mount Gilboa, the young man said. And there was Saul, leaning on his spear, with the chariots and riders almost upon him. When he turned around and saw me, he called out to me, and I said, What can I do? He asked me, Who are you? An Amalekite, I answered. Then he said to me, Stand over me and kill me. I am in the throes of death, but I'm still alive. So I stood over him and killed him, because I knew that after he had fallen, he could not survive. And I took the crown that was on his head and the band on his arm, and it brought them here to my Lord. Then David and all the men with him took hold of their clothes and tore them. They mourned and wept and fasted till evening for Saul and his son Jonathan, and for the army of the Lord and the house of Israel, because they had fallen by the sword. David said to the young man who brought him the report, Where are you from? I am the son of an alien, an Amalekite, he answered. David asked him, Why were you not afraid to lift your hand to destroy the Lord's anointed? Then David called one of his men and said, Go, strike him down. So he struck him down. And he died. For David had said to him, Your blood be on your own head. Your own mouth testified against you when you said, I killed the Lord's anointed. David took up this lament concerning Saul and his son Jonathan, and ordered that the men of Judah be taught this lament of the bow. It is written in the book of Jasher. Your glory, O Israel, lies slain on your heights. 
How the mighty have fallen. Tell it not in Gath. Proclaim it not in the streets of Ashkelon. Let the daughters of the Philistines be glad. Lest the daughters of the uncircumcised rejoice. O mountains of Gilboa, may you have neither dew nor rain, nor fields that yield offerings of grain. For there the shield of the mighty was defiled, the shield of Saul, no longer rubbed with oil. From the blood of the slain, from the flesh of the mighty, the bow of Jonathan did not turn back. The sword of Saul did not return unsatisfied. Saul and Jonathan, in life they were loved and gracious, and in death they were not parted. They were swifter than eagles, they were stronger than lions. O daughters of Israel, weep for Saul, who clothed you in scarlet and finery, who adorned your garments with ornaments of gold. How the mighty have fallen in battle. Jonathan lies slain on your heights. I grieve for you, Jonathan, my brother. You are very dear to me. Your love for me was wonderful, more wonderful than that of women. How the mighty have fallen. The weapons of war have perished. Chapter 2 In the course of time, David inquired of the Lord, Shall I go up to one of the towns of Judah? He asked. The Lord said, Go up. David asked, Where shall I go? To Hebron, the Lord answered. So David went up there with his two wives, Ahinoam of Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. David also took the men who were with him, each with his family, and they settled in Hebron and its towns. Then the men of Judah came to Hebron, and there they anointed David king over the house of Judah. When David was told that it was the men of Jabesh-Gilead who had buried Saul, he sent messengers to the men of Jabesh-Gilead to say to them, The Lord bless you for showing this kindness to Saul, your master, by burying him. May the Lord now show you kindness and faithfulness, and I too will show you the same favor because you have done this. Now then, be strong and brave, for Saul, your master, is dead, and the house of Judah has anointed me king over them. Meanwhile, Abner, son of Ner, the commander of Saul's army, had taken Ishbosheth, son of Saul, and brought him over to Mahanaim. He made him king over Gilead, Asherai, and Jezreel, and also over Ephraim, Benjamin, and all Israel. Ishbosheth, son of Saul, was forty years old when he became king over Israel, and he reigned two years. The house of Judah, however, followed David. The length of time David was king in Hebron over the house of Judah was seven years and six months. Abner, son of Ner, together with the men of Ishbosheth, son of Saul, left Mahanaim and went to Gibeon. Joab, son of Zeruiah, and David's men went out and met them at the pool of Gibeon. One group sat down on one side of the pool, and one group on the other side. Then Abner said to Joab, Let's have some of the young men get up and fight hand to hand in front of us. All right, let them do it, Joab said. So they stood up and were counted off. Twelve men for Benjamin and Ishbosheth, son of Saul, and twelve for David. Then each man grabbed his opponent by the head and thrust his dagger into his opponent's side, and they fell down together. So that place in Gibeon was called Helkath Hazurim. The battle that day was very fierce, and Abner and the men of Israel were defeated by David's men. The three sons of Zeruiah were there, Joab, 
Abijai, and Azahel. Now Azahel was as fleet-footed as a wild gazelle. He chased Abner, turning neither to the right nor to the left as he pursued him. Abner looked behind him and asked, Is that you, Azahel? It is, he answered. Then Abner said to him, Turn aside to the right or to the left. Take on one of the young men and strip him of his weapons. But Azahel would not stop chasing him. Again, Abner warned Azahel, Stop chasing me. Why should I strike you down? How can I look your brother Joab in the face? But Azahel refused to give up the pursuit. So Abner thrust the butt of his spear into Azahel's stomach, and the spear came out through his back. He fell there and died on the spot. And every man stopped when he came to the place where Azahel had fallen and died. But Joab and Abishai pursued Abner, and as the sun was setting, they came to the hill of Amma, near Gaia, on the way to the wasteland of Gibeon. Then the men of Benjamin rallied behind Abner. They formed themselves into a group and took their stand on top of a hill. Abner called out to Joab, Must the sword devour forever? Don't you realize that this will end in bitterness? How long before you order your men to stop pursuing their brothers? Joab answered, As surely as God lives, if you had not spoken, the men would have continued the pursuit of their brothers until morning. So Joab blew the trumpet, and all the men came to a halt. They no longer pursued Israel, nor did they fight any more. All that night, Abner and his men marched through the Arabah. They crossed the Jordan, continued through the whole Bithron, and came to Mahanaim. Then Joab returned from pursuing Abner and assembled all his men. Besides Azahel, nineteen of David's men were found missing. But David's men had killed 360 Benjamites who were with Abner. They took Azahel and buried him in his father's tomb at Bethlehem. Then Joab and his men marched all night and arrived at Hebron by daybreak. Glory to God. Glory to God. We thank God for the word of truth as it has been released in Second Samuel chapter 1 and chapter 2. We thank God that as the word will release it, deposit on the fertileness of our hearts, and that it shall prosper in the way in which he has sent it. Amen. Um, to God be the glory. Thank you. Jesus, I, I, you know, I just want to, um, the word is so rich as always, and um, and it, we can just discuss a whole lot of things here um, in the word this morning, but I'm just going to, I'm going to bring our focus on deception this morning. Now, we've seen, and we've seen and we heard um, in the word of God, for those who are reading your text, we've seen that the, the young man when he came to David to give the report about Saul's death and Jonathan's death, we see that, you know, he told a lie. And um, this young man, he, he told a lie to, to find favor in the eyes of David because he knew that Saul was David's adversary. He knew that Saul had been chasing David and trying to kill David for years because God had favor on David's life. And and Saul was envy because of the anointing and the favor and the grace of God that was upon David's life. And and he pursued to kill David for years. And, and even um, God gave several opportunities where David could have killed Saul. But we've seen in his word that um, each time, you know, he was, given in the hand of David, 
God did not touch him, and, and that allowed God to let him know that, you know what, I can I can trust you. But we won't deal with that today because we deal with that in First Samuel. Um, we just finished First Samuel, um, maybe just a couple of weeks ago. Amen. Um, glory to God. But I want to come back here now. We know that in the last the the um. The last chapter in First Samuel, if you guys recall, for those who was on the study here with us, that you you will remember reading that Saul committed suicide. Amen. When he was wounded, he killed himself. And I just want to bring those who had not read or heard the story or who was not with us just to bring them up to speed. Um, Saul was in battle. Saul and his son in Israel, in the Israel, they was in battle, and um. In battle, they was hit with some arrows um, of the enemy. And because, you know, Saul was wounded, you know, he asked his armor bearer to slay him because he didn't want the um, Philistines to come and see him wounded and for them to make mockery of him because um, because he was wounded and he wouldn't have been able to fight um and his maximum health or maximum capabilities um, due to the wounds. So he said, you know, let me, he asked his armor bearer, go ahead and slay me so that they wouldn't mock me and play have play, play sports with me um, and, and pretty much torture me into death. So go ahead and kill me quickly. But the armor bearer was with such fear, and he, he would not dare touch the king, and he told the king he could not do it, and he did not do it. So the king killed himself he committed suicide and and for those you know y'all can go read that in the very last chapter of first samuel and you'll and you'll get the account of that story so here we find the young man here he's coming um he's coming with a lie a word of deception you know to give to david and he's he's telling um david this story that you know i killed the king and Hope that he will find favor in the eyes of David. That David will will give him some type of reward or put him in his army for killing his enemy. Um, but here we find because this young man lied, this young man was trying to be deceptive to gain favor for himself. Here we find him losing his life. Here we find him losing. His life, and this this is a twofold thing here. Here he we find him losing his life because of him lying and being deceptive. So the question is today: How often do we lie? Do how often do we lie by deliberately attempting to deceive someone, or by simply t- twisting the truth? How often do we lie in order to secure favor? with someone or credit for having having done something. How often do we lie to escape the consequences of failures or mistakes? People lie and, 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 and deceive people for just for many reasons. But do we ever think and think about the cause of the consequences behind that lie behind that spirit of deception because it is a spirit of deception. Lies and deceptions are wrong, always causing 
problems for people and sometimes destroying reputations, destroying lives and businesses, organizations, and sometimes even nations. Lies and deception is, are from the enemy. And, it, and it's very evil and very wicked. You know, when we when we lie to people, you know, based upon what we say to people, they act upon what we say to them. They act upon the very things that we say to them. And, and you, you will find, um, you know, many families destroyed because of, you know, lies. You find many relationships just torn apart because of lies and deception. And we got to be a people that speak in truth. But not only a people that speak in truth, we got to be a people that is able to accept truth. And even with being able to accept truth, truth does hurt. Don't don't get me wrong. Truth does hurt. We have to let the love of God Comfort us in the truth. We got to be a people that's able to receive truth. The word says the truth will set us free. Be able to receive truth and deal with the consequences of the actions or the uh, the actions or the behavior. The action or the behavior, instead of trying to cover up that in which we have we have done. Or trying to make ourselves look good and really haven't done a thing. You can really destroy a relationship with lying. So many people have gotten divorced due to, to lies and deceptions and parent children um, not liking parents and, you know, parents. Relationship destroyed with their children because of lies, and you know, you know, a parent tell a a, a lie or dece- deceive the child um, about the other parent, and just and and it's just a really chaotic um, chaotic spirit that begins to cause people not to trust. You know, when when somebody, you know. You, you, I, I can remember being a little girl, and you're trusting, and you just believe, you know, your children, you're innocent. We're so innocent, and um, and you just believe what what one is saying, and you're like, you know, I believe it. But then the moment you find out that what they were saying was not the truth, how disheartened! How how much does that hurt your heart? How much does that affect you? Then it begins to to get you to get you in places where you begin, you know what? I don't, I don't trust you. I, I, I don't, I don't trust you. And and not only do you not, you begin not to begin to trust that person, but the more and the more you encounter the spirit of deception and and lies, you know, it begins to build a barrier around you where you begin to trust nobody, even those that are telling the truth, because of the deception and lies, and it becomes damaging. Um, to to your health and it becomes damaging to your relationships. 
um, you know, amen, it 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 it, just, it becomes very damaging. And that's why we have to be a people that speak in truth. If it says the truth will set us free, that means that Allah will place us in bondage. How many things have we been bound by because we've we've lied or someone has lied to us? How many people have we placed in bondage because of a lie? How many bondages do we currently sit in because someone has lied to us? So many people, identity, so many people, the trueness of who they are are locked up inside of them because somebody lied to them. Somebody did not reveal unto them the truth of who they were in the Lord Jesus. Everybody know my story. I already tell that tell that that portion about when I found out the truth about me, the truth who I was, that I was a royal priest. That I was fearfully and once made. See, people people don't tell you that type of stuff. They'll call you stupid, they'll call you dumb and all this other stuff. You're gonna be like this, you're gonna be like that. You know, can't can somebody just you know, they could have said in my life, Look, you're gonna be like Christ. Do you know how edifying, how edifying, you know, how much more edifying that is? Um, glory to God. Glory to God. Somebody say, you, you, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You, you are smart. There is nothing but goodness inside of you. Let's begin to speak life, 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 truth, 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 truth. You know, in, in the life, and, I, and I, I can speak about me because I know my story. I mean, I would have been an unstoppable young lady, but I thank God for truth now, amen, because I, now I walk in that unstoppable force, glory to God, glory to God. But just think about the impact of deception. Here this young man loses his life because he told a lie. Let that not be us. Let that not be us. Let us speak the truth, no matter how much it hurt, no matter what the consequences behind it may be. Because we want to walk in the freedom of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we don't want to place anybody else in bondage. I'm going to open up the lines here. I'm going to open up the lines here. Amen. And I'm going to also pray before we close out of here because I just believe we need to pray for every lie and deception that we've heard and even that in which we've seen that we have bought into, that it is cut from our lives because there's so many lies and deceptions that are holding so many people back that are affecting so many marriages and so many families and so many people purposes and business and ministries and and stuff just being held up because of it. So with that being said, I'm going to unmute the line, amen, and I'm going to open the line up for um, prayer, any praise report, you know, just to give honor to God for what he's done. Hey, I'm alive. That's my testimony today. I am alive. Thank you, Jesus. 
Yeah, I'm alive. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I'm alive today. Amen. I'm allowed to talk about his goodness on today. I thank God for that. Amen. That's my testimony. I'm alive today. Glory to God. And and not because of me. Not because of I'm so righteous. No, no, no. It's because God is good. God is faithful. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. He's governing his prophetic word that he declared about my life. And I just thank God for that. I thank God for the truth and knowing the truth so that I can be set free. Amen. So that I would no longer be walking in the bondage of, of, of a lie and of a deception, deceptions of the enemy. I bless the name of the true living God for that. I'm alive today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, because he's governing his word about my life. Thank you, Jesus. The line is open. Prayer, anything God placed in your heart, amen, um, to release on the line today. Um, testimony, amen, all to the glory of God. All callers are unmuted. The lines are now open. The lines are now open, people of God. Oh, glory to God. Due to the silence, we're going to say that our hearts and minds are clear. But I do want to release this in the atmosphere. I want to give you some some scriptures, amen, um, that deals with lies and deception. Um, that deal with consequences suffered due to lies and deception. Romans 3 and 13 says, their throat is an open sepulchre. With their tongues, they have used deceit. The poison of apps is upon their lips. That the poison, no poison kills. The word Colossians 3 and 9 says, lie not one to another. Seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds. The old man, that's the old nature. The old nature was a lie, amen. Are you a new creation in Christ Jesus? You gotta put on our old man. And when 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 the lies wanna begin to form in our mouths, when the, the lies wanna begin to form in our thoughts, we gotta cast down every imagination and and make it obedient, amen, unto our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Um, Revelations twenty one and eight said says, but the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murder and homemongers and sorcerers and idolatries and all the liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Leviticus 19 and 11 says, You shall not steal, neither deal falsely, neither lie one to another. Psalms 5 and 6 says, Thy shalt destroy them that speak leasing lies. The Lord will abhor the bloody and deceitful man. Psalm 63 and 11 says, But the king shall rejoice in God. 
Everyone that sweareth by him shall glory, but the mouth of them who speak lies shall be stopped. Psalm 63, 11. I thank you, Lord, for stopping every lie. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Every lie that is spoken over my life. Um, Psalms 101 and 7 says, He that worketh deceit shall not dwell within my house. He that telleth lies shall not tarry in my sight. Oh, my God. Um, Proverbs 12 and 22 says, Lying lips are abomination to the Lord, but they that deal truly are his delight. Proverbs 19 and 5 says, A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall not escape. Proverbs 21 and 6 says, The getting of treasures by a lying tongue is a vanity tossed to and fro of them that seek death. Jeremiah 9 and 5 says, And they will deceive everyone his neighbor, and will not speak the truth. They have taught their tongues to speak lies and worry themselves to commit iniquity. Jeremiah 17 and 9, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who knows it? All the, the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Um, there's life and death in the power of a tongue. And when we speak lies, we're speaking death. Death to ourselves or death to another. Um, thank you, Lord. Father God, we just ask in the name of Jesus that, oh, Lord God, that you would touch our mouths, oh, God, just like you did, Isaiah. That you would touch our mouths, oh, God. And, oh, Lord God, as you touch our mouths, oh, God, that no, no longer that lies will come from among it, oh, Lord God. That you will baptize our tongue, O oh God, in absolute truth, O oh God. So that, O oh God, when our mouth open, O oh God, all that come out of it, O oh Lord, is nothing but the truth, O oh God, that which set one free in the name of Jesus. Father God, we also ask, O oh God, that every lie, O oh God, that has been spoken over our life, every word of deception, every imagery of deception, O oh God, we ask, O oh God, that it be uprooted from among us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. So as too many of your children, O oh God, are being held in captivity, from, oh God, the very purpose in which you've called forth in their lives. Oh God, we break the bondage of wickedness. We break the chain of deception and lies among your dear children in the name of Jesus. They shall be suffocated no more, oh God, in the lies and the deception of the enemy. On this day moving forth, oh God, they shall be set free in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, God, for their freedom, that they'll no longer be choked by lies and deception, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, we Thank you, oh God, for wiping it even out of their memory, Lord God. We thank you, oh God, that even they will begin today to declare the word of the Lord over their lives, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. And every time they declare it, oh God, that every time they declare it, oh God, they become strengthened in their very essence of their soul. The strength in their, their spirit, man, oh God, become stronger, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, give them the truth, the very unadulterated truth of your word, oh God. So that they can be set free, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Speak to their heart, O God. Speak to their minds, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Penetrate the very essence of their souls, O God, so that they can walk, O God, in the 
dominion, the authority, and the power that you have so freely invested in us, oh God, so that, oh God, your children can begin to multiply, and Lord God, thank you, Lord God, that they can begin, oh God, to subdue the earth, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, oh God, so that they can begin, oh God, to reign and rule in every place you grace their feet, oh God, so that they can begin to be fruitful in the land of the living, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, putting you on display so that you can get all the glory and all the honor, Lord, and it is in the mighty name of Jesus that we have prayed, amen, amen, and amen, we thank you, Lord, that your people, oh God, will walk in truth, will speak truth, hallelujah, so that they will dwell in truth, which is you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Due to time, amen. We do have a couple of events going up, going around, and things of that nature. Y'all can get the information out on Facebook. I won't do announcements um, today. Glory to God. Um, but do just check out the Facebook page or go to divine-order.org and um, and just stay plugged into our calendar, amen, on the things that, that God has that God is doing um, in our lives, and um, and just so you can be connected and connect with us throughout the world, throughout the nations, amen. Um, to God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Um, we will, um, I'm going to just go ahead and release our command for this morning. Amen. Our command for the morning. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Our command for the morning is simply this, is to continue to chase God. Chase God. Exalt God above everything. Exalt God above everything and absolutely everything. Have nothing before God. When you place God in front of everything, amen, he will take care of Everything else, everything else will find itself falling in place. Amen. Everything else will fall in place. The word declares, but seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. And so when God, the the order is that it's when God comes first. And as you're chasing him, you're chasing the things of him. You know, you're you're, you're chasing a man on the heart of God, and the heart of God is is to be obedient unto God and to and to worship God. And he said, you know what? Everything else, I'm gonna give to you. I, I'm gonna give to you that that spouse. I'm gonna give to you, Amen. That spouse that you are that you have and that's out of order. I'm gonna I'm gonna line them up, Amen. I'm um, glory to God. Um, that that the, the the resources that you need, the money that you need, hey, I, I'm gonna take care of that because I am Jehovah Jireh. I'm I, I'm I'm your provider. That that sickness that you're dealing with, hey, I I I, I am. Jehovah Rephi, I am the God that healeth, you know, he he is the God, he said, I'm going to give it to you, I'm going to give it to you, 
you know, children out of order, out of line. I'm, I'm going to straighten them up. Amen. I just need you to chase me. I need you to walk. Not ch- I need you to chase me. Amen. I need to be first in your life. And I need you to walk in obedience unto me. And I'm going to line everything up, whatever you're standing in need for, whatever you need to activate you in ministry, whatever you need to excel in your business, for your business to begin to prosper, whatever you need for your hand to touch, whatever that you're touching before it to begin to prosper, I just need you to put me first. I need you to just put me before all those things. And once I come in the front of all those things, I'm going to cover them. And my grace and my favor and my blessing is going to fall before them. Amen. Um, in, the, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And you're going to begin to see uh, the, the, my blessings and my favor, says the Lord, among those things. You're going to begin to see those things come in alignment with what my word declares. Amen. You're going to begin to see where broken relationships are, uh, have been broken, that they're going to come back together and unite on one accord. You're going to you you're going to begin to see what that was lack that they're going to be lack no more because I am you are the supply all your needs according to um, riches and glory amen glory to God cuz I am over Jara I am your savior I am your lord and when I become first says the lord when I become first and you walk in the things of me. Everything in your life is going to begin to line up with my word. Everything from Genesis to Revelation will come upon thee and your household. And everything that I call forth in you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, God, in the name of Jesus. With that being said, people of God. Go in the love, the joy, the peace, the favor, and the anointing of our most holy Savior, who is none other than Jesus the Christ, and it is in his most holy and majestic name that we've convened in intercession, and we have been empowered. Amen, amen, and amen. To God be the absolute glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God, you are faithful. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God.